What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of College News Fit to Digest. Every week we pick a few news items relating to US colleges and discuss it with our own Shweta Bagade. Alma Matters curates the news daily relating to US colleges and makes it available on almamatters.io/news. We pick a few news items from that curated list and discuss it every week here in these podcasts. Now, without further ado, on with the podcast. Okay, so we have four topics. So, thought we could kick it off with I guess the UCs are experiencing lots of applications, especially UC Davis and all crossing the 100k marks. So, what do you think of that? What does it uh, mean to the yeah, I actually did a quick search. Um, I don't have all the numbers off the top of my head, but yeah, UC Davis hit over 100,000, 110,000 applications. And when they do that number, it's about freshmen, first time, and transfer students. Yeah. So I still, it's an obscenely huge number. Uh, UCLA is over 150,000. Um, Irvine's at, I think, 120,000. I. It, it's crazy. It's just crazy. But I think that test optional piece is a big portion of that. Um, affordability is another piece of that as well. Mm-hmm. Or it's not test optional, sorry, test blind. So yeah, that's that, right. Yeah. So that test blind piece is definitely uh, a major, major factor in those numbers skyrocketing. Yeah. But the number of Seats haven't changed in these places, right? No, no, not at all. And in fact, um, if you've been following, if you live in the Bay Area, for sure, the local news, and it might be statewide as well, um, the Berkeley campus is in court with the neighborhood associations Mm -hmm. about their environmental impact on their expansion plans. Mm-hmm. So the court had ruled to that they had to freeze their enrollment numbers. Yeah. Do some, I think it was 2021 numbers instead of expanding that a little bit with the mm-hmm. growth they were hoping to be or hoping to have. Mm-hmm. Um, now they, they're able to, they still have to freeze it, but they're able to still offer more seats above that because of they're now offering online options at, along yeah. with um, starting in the um, in the spring, which some yeah. universities do that. USC is one of those schools that offers a spring admission, which means mm-hmm. you'll go to community college most likely in the fall and then start in the spring kind of thing mm-hmm. or something along those lines. I, they haven't released the details of how that's going to look, but it could be something like that. So yeah, it's it's just a crazy year. And then there's going to be a lot of kids at Berkeley. Their admission rates are going to drop, even with the numbers being able to keep it a, at a slightly higher number than the 21 class of fall class of 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still not going to be as good as it could have been because of 
this non-academic issue that's being put upon Berkeley. So yeah, it's just another thing our poor students have to deal with this year that are seniors. Another story is um, Princeton, I guess. Um, I mean, a lot of these Ivy Leagues don't have that big a transfer pool. I guess it's increasing the size of the transfer students or the number of students they take across the different years. So um, what do you think is the reason for that? Why did that happen? Um, I, I think they're starting to understand, like, maybe some of the things that are happening around, you know, in our society of not being able to afford or want to take on the financial burden of going to an Ivy league school. If they don't Mm -hmm. fall under that need based and those Ivy league schools don't give merit money. So even if they're a strong academic student, but maybe financially that's still not in their realm it could be that factor. Um, It could be a lot of little things. It's, I think what it does is it opens up the Ivy league schools, which tend to be on the small side. They tend to be, you know, about four to 10,000 students compared to our public universities, which have much, you know, larger admission classes. And it it allows a slightly larger pool of kids to try to, transfer into the universities which is gonna actually i think help with a little bit of their diversity as well Mm -hmm. it's not Mm -hmm. gonna be like dramatic it's not like they're taking two or three hundred students per year or anything like that but i think it's a start and it would be compelling to see if some of these um other universities are gonna do the same thing because most of them have very little like in their teens let's say, or none at all. Hmm. So yeah, it should be interesting how this rolls out to the other Ivy League schools and either not even just Ivy League schools, some of these highly selective schools that are not necessarily categorized as Ivy. So um, yeah, I'd like to see more of that and get, get that those campuses to have a little bit more diversity that they're I don't know if they're lacking, but they need those students, you know, like the non-traditional students, older students taking um, in veterans or students who just need a little bit more time at home before they're ready to transfer to living on campus. Okay, the last topic then is, um, I guess the last three I guess almost three, four years, the enrollment in U.S. colleges has come down or dropped quite a bit. And so a number of colleges, or at least a college or two, and it looks like there may be others, are starting to look at reducing the dropout rate from once they you know, enroll and try to work uh, on that problem. Is that a good move, smart move? I, well, I, I love it. I, I hope more universities do that. There's this small population of students who just get lost in the system for one reason or another. 
And um, it's usually students who don't have any support. They don't have any other adults in their lives or adults in their lives who understand the colleges or financially can help, whatever the reasons are. And they try to figure it out themselves and they get very little to no support at some of these schools. So Mm -hmm. to have somebody, you know, kind of dedicated to that is, is a great idea. And I think, you know, it's great for the university as well. This is a mutually beneficial um, resource. If you're, you have students who are motivated to go to college and they're willing to do a lot of things to, to go, you know, like taking on an extra job or commuting or whatever their situation forces them to do. Those are the students you really want to go after. Cause they're the ones who are going to just do, you know, they're going to grind, they're going to work hard and make everything happen. But sometimes they just need a little extra support somebody to help them navigate the process. How do I find more money? What I didn't know I could ask for more financial aid. Can I, I didn't know I could get a job on campus, you know, all these different things. Sure. Sure. No, it I'd does, love it to does see more see. universities do this. Yeah. I, I think, I agree. I think it sounds like something that everyone should adopt. Um, very good. That's it for today. Um, Uh, Thank you as always, and we'll meet again next week. But for now, take care. Be safe. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Shweta Bagade on this week's College News Fit to Digest. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io. Thank you all so much for listening to today's podcast. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash almamatters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College matters. Alma Alma matters. matters.